Hello and welcome to the B&B Show. I'm Andy Blaylock. I'm hungry. Yeah, okay. We have something really special. Yes. This is real ribs. Real ribs. Last, made... last time was imitation ribs. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> now listen, Mr. Kevin's going to have a very hard time today. Yeah. Because this is like real food, and yeah. I already can see the spit started coagulating on the side of his mouth. And we got complaints last time from eating and chewing, so we have to... Okay, I will make sure. No names, but Mr. Mike Chung, I will not eat <laughs> into the microphone this time. Yeah, which we understand that. That's, that's fine. And I almost choked on that, so anyway. It's okay. I just have one question. Lay it on me. What are we having? <laughs> uh, Christmas was so much better. Uh, got him. We, we hope you're all doing well. We got really good feedback from the BBQ last time, and we had some lingering, lingering questions. And I've got fed from the last one because I fed myself feedback. Yeah, this, I thought you meant from the Bible, but you know, Kevin eats by ribs alone, not by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. What? Well, that too. <laughs> um, My are, eyes went dead like a shark. <laughs> yeah, they always do. This mac and cheese looks good too. I just want to, no. We, no eating. We have to control ourselves till the very end. Then okay, okay, then I will yeah. lose control. We're glad the last one was a blessing. Um, again, really good feedback, but we had some other questions. And honestly, I really wanted to get to these because these are important because I think these questions linger in a lot of young Yeah, they're, they're very good questions. Adults too, actually. Because adults get everything wrong, so we, all the time. <laughs> no. So we're, we're adults. Gonna, are we? Uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Well, I walked into a guy. I was on visitation, and this guy was mowing his lawn, and one of the teens who's here watching me right now. Let's go give him a track. But then all of the stuff billowed in my face, so I feel like I'm suffocating. <laughs> it's okay. I have a deep radio voice today, so it'll be all right. Um, just bear with us as we go through these questions. We hope it's a blessing. Are you ready? Ribs. Y yes. BBQ, Kevin's take gonna, two. Kevin's <laughs> going to be worthless during this episode. <laughs> All right, this comes from someone named Wandering Phoenix. Ooh, interesting. What in the world? It's a phoenix who wanders. Okay. Or a phoenix who's wandering. More power to you. Yeah, All right. I like it. It's, it's a bird that Certainly you know, better resurrects than squirt turt. After <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a better bird than the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this sounds more poetic. Yes. A thespian. So we have, uh, we have two questions, really, from here, and... I really want to tackle these. The first question, Brother Kevin, is will we regret in heaven the things we didn't do or the things we could have done for God on earth? In heaven, will we remember the things we did or didn't do? Does it even matter? Well, that's actually a really, really good question. I saw yeah. the question. I was like, hmm, let me think on that one. And I'm going to take you to two verses that are in Revelation. The Bible says in Revelation 21, in God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and yep. there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Amen. Yep. For the former things are, are passed away. So in a sense, God's going to wipe away your tears. There's going to be no yes. more sorrow, no more pain. Yes. And, and heaven's going to be amazing that way. But also, um, you think about this, back in Revelation uh, chapter 5, the Bible says, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. And so we'll be in heaven singing this song, and uh, we'll remember the fact that, I mean, what are we redeemed from? Yeah. It's not, we'll remember that the Lord bought us. Yeah, we don't have spiritual amnesia. And so my answer to answer the question is, we, we, we will remember some things. Yes. 
Um, yes. And I don't know that we'll regret it, because God's going to wipe away all that stuff, but no. I think we'll remember. You said something earlier it's, about well, the only man-made thing in heaven. Why don't you take it away? There? Oh, no, yeah. The only man-made thing in heaven are the, uh, the scars on his hands and his side. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Jesus keeps those, for eternity, think about that. He will maintain and contain those scars mm-hmm. that we placed on him yeah. forever. And they wouldn't be there unless it was meant for remembrance. Mm-hmm. But it's, I like to say, Brother Kevin, that we will not feel guilt in heaven, we will feel right. gratitude. No guilt, only gratitude. That's right. Boom, shakalaka. That's, that's the difference, though, mm-hmm. because one leads to rejoicing, one leads to self-deprecation. Mm-hmm. But what God wants us to do, ultimately, even right now, by the way, this is valuable for living today, mm-hmm. is not to wallow in, oh, the sins I've done, the bad things I've done. Mm-hmm. Even Paul was like that, right? He's like, I was the, the chief of sinners. Mm-hmm. But he said, we're sin abound, grace did much more abound. God wants you to rejoice in him, yeah. in his forgiveness, in his power, right? right? In his power to overcome that sin. Mm-hmm. And in heaven, he wipes all tears. Mm-hmm. Our sins, though they're red as crimson, they should be white as wool. Uh, amen. And it will be rejoicing and gratitude. And remember, Kevin, too, you alluded to this, the angels don't understand yeah. the songs uh-huh. that we sing. It's very clear about that in Scripture. We'll sing songs of salvation that the angels cannot identify with. Mm -hmm. They don't understand, but we do, because we will remember, I think, the sin of the past, or that we were lost, that we were astray. Mm -hmm. But it will be only... The only thing it will do is cause rejoicing. Right. That's not tears. That's good stuff right there. It's good stuff for you, my man. We hope that satisfies your inquiry on that Ribs. one. Ribs. <laughs> Ribs, yeah. But it's also from Wandering Phoenix, and this one's really good. And okay, now listen. Now this one, take my glasses off here for a minute. This one, Brother Kevin, I see a lot of people get wrong. Uh-huh. I see a lot of adults use this doctrine to browbeat people or cause an emotional reaction when really... It's supposed to be a spiritual response. Okay. Wonderful things in the Bible I see, things that were put there by you and by me. Sorry. I like eisegesis. I put stuff in, I make it fit. Yes. Make a round peg in a square hole. <laughs> so this is very important, so we want you to listen to this. The question is, in heaven, will we be rewarded based on the things we do for God on earth? Will some be rewarded more than others? Or will everyone be treated exactly the same? When Jesus says, well done, what happens to those who do not do well? Will they receive a crown of glory? I think there's is like almost two separate questions, but I'm gonna let you take this, Kev. Well, and anytime you're studying the Bible, I want you to remember this: context is king. Yeah, context is king. You can get a lot of people to say a lot of verses to say what you want if you yank them out of context. Yep. You know, like I've heard people. Well, I'm just gonna turn in the Bible and point to a verse. I'm gonna. And read I'm gonna it. name it and claim it. Yeah, that's right. And Moses uh, and Judas went and hanged himself. Go and do that likewise. <laughs> What's what without doing? Yeah. Do us quickly. What's without hand findest to do? Do with all they might. Yeah. So oh man, that's a very unlucky it guy. It is. It's very. You got to be careful not to yank verses yeah. out of context and use it to fulfill what you want. So let's yeah. look at it. Yeah. All right. Where Jesus talks about, and when these words are said, it is in the book of uh, Matthew. Let me find it here on my my uh, computer here, Matthew chapter 25. And what we find here is, is that it's well done thou, good and faithful servant, is in the context of what? A parable. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, and so a lot of times, you know, in a parable, it's a story that teaches a spiritual truth. So we yes. don't actually know or think that, you know, is Jesus actually going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant? Right. It's in a, a parable. It's in the parable of the servant, and he, he goes, the master goes away, he gives the talents uh, to his servants, and they go and they make the talents more, and they hear this, well done, and good and faithful servant. Yes. You know, that is a parable. 
And uh, again, it, it's a story that teaches a spiritual truth. It doesn't necessarily, we can't derive line by line doctrine yes. from a yes. parable. Okay, no. so uh, well done, good and faithful servant comes from a parable. But there is another thing that you put in your question about a crown of glory. And that is something that Peter actually talks about. Yeah. Um, he says in First Peter chapter number five and verse number four, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. And so, my uh, answer to you is: make sure it's in context. Um, sometimes we derive things um, from things we, we, we kind of yank it out of context. Not just you, but I do. No, yeah. This too. question they didn't, but they yeah. they heard crown of glory and wondered like, yeah. And there's martyrs who receive a special crown. Right. Um, it's actually an interesting study. I encourage you to do it. The different crowns. There's one for pastors. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they deserve one. <laughs> dad, dad. Well, dad deserves a crown not because he pastors Beacon Baptist, but because he had three sons. <laughs> with he's gonna have crowns with our names on them. Maybe Rex is gonna be really big with lots of jewels to <laughs> lay at Jesus' feet. Um, <laughs> crown of Kevin. You know, <laughs> the staff member's crown. The staff member's <laughs> crown, more precious than rubies. Um, the interesting thing, too, Brother Kevin, is if you think about it, there are many people who are in heaven right now yeah. who did not finish well at yeah, all. Yeah, go ahead on that. I mean, the thief on the cross, right. we've mentioned that many times, he had nothing to offer. His right. life was wasted, wretched, really. Yeah. Um, and he said, today you'll be with me. When you think of, uh, honestly, personally, this is just personally, I believe Nebuchadnezzar could be in heaven. Uh-huh. We'd be surprised. What are you doing here? I'm not in here. Um, because the Bible says that he he looked up to heaven. He regard he knew who God was. Yep. Um, at the end of his life, Saul. Yeah. I mean, Saul did not finish well. In he, fact, he finished terrible. Samuel was in a good place, and he's like, "Wake up, Samuel! Come yep. and tell me what I'm supposed and to do here." Me- yeah. Remember, near the end of his life, yeah. God told Saul, "Soon you will be with me." Yeah. Said, "You're going to die. You've you've left me. You have rejected me." but soon you will be with me and Mm -hmm. your son Um, because salvation is the Lord's and not just the works we do. And there's a lot of people in heaven who are there by God's mercy and grace and not by our greatness or our goodness, right? So yeah, not everyone will hear well done, but as you said, it's a parable, but there'll be quite a few people. I think we'll be surprised. People are going to be like, how did you get here? I'm like, My my favorite is actually Adam because everyone's going to go up to Adam and be like, my bad. He probably every time someone new comes in, he's like, "My bad, my bad, guys, my bad, my bad." He's gonna have to just wear a sign. I'm he's sorry. Gonna, he's the first one in heaven, just with an apology, apology tour. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shake their hands. I'm sorry. Ask me something else. What were you thinking when you named a giraffe? Yeah. What's a platypus? What, what, what did you exactly? do with that? He's like, "I'm gonna need coffee for that." It's a duck chicken with a beaver tail. For sure, there was a mistake. Um, but yeah, that's it's a good question, but there's a lot of people in heaven who are there only by God's mercy and grace. Do you not say maybe well Everybody's done. there. Well, yeah, good point, but you know, in that no, sense. No, I worked my way to get, yeah. I'm so great. Now, on that same note, this question here, in heaven we'll be rewarded based on the things we do for God on earth. Now, in 1 Corinthians, Kevin's going to read here, um, there are verses about the judgment seat of Christ. Now, that's mm-hmm. different than the white throne judgment. Um, the white throne judgment is at the end of Revelation when all of creation stands before God, and the lost, these are the people who rejected Christ as Savior, will be judged forever in finality. Mm-hmm. So this is where the Bible says that death and hell and Satan are cast into the lake of fire, right. and all those 
who reject. But there is something called the judgment seat of Christ. Right. That's separate. That's for the church. That's for God's people. Right. Mm -hmm. And we will present, the Bible says, actually, I'll have you read it. Go ahead. The Bible says here in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3, verse 13, <clears throat> excuse me, the rib smell, sorry. <laughs> I know, it's, it's wafting. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work out of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Yeah. Did I read that correctly? Yes, you did. So the mental picture here is that you stand before Christ and your works, and this can be terrifying for some people, but it doesn't have to be, and there's a reason for it, is that your works on earth will be judged by fire, basically. And the Bible says some will be precious stones and mm -hmm. gold and amazing things done in the name of Christ. And some will be wood, hay, and stubble. What's the wood, hay, and stubble? They are things that you've done out of selfishness. Things yeah, motive. you've done yeah. out of, yeah, out of a... Um, a life not lived for Christ, um, or anything malicious, or mm. you know, right. unbecoming, and all that gets burned away. Right? It doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But the things that are done in the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus said, "If you even give a cup of water in my name, yeah. I believe honestly that would be you know a precious stone or something mm -hmm. you know in heaven." But see, here's where people get this wrong. Okay, okay. we're listening. All right? People get this wrong. Uh, heaven is not a place where we're all going to sit in front of a giant jumbotron mm -hmm. and watch all the sins that Kevin committed, because that would take all eternity. We got a eternity long wouldn't be long enough <laughs> to go over all the things Mr. Kevin has done. I'm just kidding. Or oh, me. Boy. Um, we, we think that's what it is, where, where it's all a spectacle, where yeah. everyone's going to watch what everyone... Now, that's what man would like. Yeah. We would like that. I can't wait to see what my neighbor... Man, they got a bunch of wood, hay, and stubble. He's like, yeah, burn it, burn it, you yeah. know, in your yeah. face, right? Or look at all the gold I got, and look at all the wooden hay they got. See, that's what we would like, right? No. The spectacle. No, no, no. no, oh, no. The, the Bible is very specific. It's worse than that. <laughs> it, it's way worse than yeah. that. The Bible says that it is a personal and connected experience between you and the Savior. Mm -hmm. the, John says that his eyes are a flame of fire. Could you imagine looking into the eyes of the one who gave his life for you, and all you have is wooden hay and stubble? To offer at his feet. Mm -hmm. I don't care about my neighbor. I don't care about other church members who know me. That's true conviction. Yeah. And see, people get that wrong. Like, yeah, we're all going to sit there and watch. And it's like, no, that that's that's weak sauce. Yeah. That's not like this. That's not. It's that's weak sauce. Yeah. No, you're going to stand for Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's... Who gave His all, and you have nothing to give Him. Mm -hmm. That is what Paul is trying to say here. But the beautiful thing is the things you do in the name of Christ. The things you do for Him. It's not about did He get a lot. Did he get a little? Did she do a bunch? Mm -hmm. Did she not do none at all? It's that you personally get to throw at the feet of the one who loved you and gave himself for you precious stones and gold and mm -hmm. crowns and jewels for everything he's done for you. It is a show of affection and love mm -hmm. that God allows. It's actually amazing because if you think about it, we can never repay right. Jesus Christ That's right, for what he did. But mm -hmm. he's providing a way in eternity, in heaven, for us to physically manifest our love for him by laying treasures at his feet. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. We don't deserve that, right? Right. At all. But that's what he offers. Um, and I think people miss the beauty of that. And, you know, in, in this chapter, if you read it, that's what Paul was alluding to. He wasn't right. trying to browbeat these people. Mm -hmm. He wasn't trying to guilt them into doing something. He was trying to, as he says, the love of Christ constrains, constrains them, me. Yeah. yeah. If you love him and you know that one day you're going to stand before him and look him in the eye and you can lay precious stones and jewels at his feet, 
that's incentive enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's I hope that answers. Yeah, man, that. I'll tell you, it makes me want to do more for <laughs> that's that's a that is a very convicting thought. You, you know, it's yeah. you know, are you going to have something to? Put at Christ's feet, but it's not convicting because of people around you. Yeah, it's because of all he did. Yeah, because you know, no. Sometimes at youth conference and stuff, not trying to be edgy. Everyone, calm down, calm down. But you know, sometimes preachers and people try to use that to elicit a response to the people around you, like you know, y'all, your neighbor, and they're going to see what you did. No, no, no. You're you're missing the whole point. Mm -hmm. Christ is going to see. Yeah, and you're going to lay at his feet what little or a lot that you've done. Right. Absolutely. That that's incentive enough. You Mm -hmm. know. So I hope that makes sense. All will be equal in heaven. Like we we are all there only by the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. We are all we are all the Bible says our righteousness is filthy rags. Right. No one in heaven will be like, well I got a few extra merit badges walking I around on their tomb. Put up with brother Kevin. <laughs> yeah, right. I got extra yeah because even the crowns, <clears throat> uh-huh. you know the crowns of glory, guess what? Thank no God. one's going to be wearing those. They go, Why? Because they go to him. Yeah. Christ. They go at his feet. No mm-hmm. one will be carrying a crown around with them because it all goes at his feet. And that's a beautiful thing. I think. So anyway, I hope that answers that question. I hope so. I think it does. We have one from, I like this next one, Jelly Bean. That's a good name. Jelly Thank Bean. you. This is simple. Simple and to the point. Kind of like okra. All right, Jelly Bean. <laughs> I like Wandering Phoenix, too. It's good, too. All right, Jelly Bean. So this one is interesting because I just answered this last week with somebody, and, and this question gets asked all the time. Yeah. Um, and the question is, when we all get our new body in heaven, a lot is about heaven today. Mm-hmm. When we all get our new body in heaven, will we recognize the people that we love. Because Philippians 3 says, For our conversation is in heaven, for whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body. Thank goodness. Yes, I feel pretty vile right now. (laughs) That it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So what do you say, Brother Kevin? I say I can't wait for a glorified body. <laughs> I sound like a bowl of Rice Krispies every time I kneel down. I, I dropped ribs in the office today. Everything hurts. Everybody looked at it. You make a mess. What you're good at? Yes, I know that. And so I go to bend down and get it, and it sounds snap, crackle, pop. You know, My let me get this. Oh, that's gonna be nasty on the camera, on the on the microphone. <clears throat> you're welcome, Mike. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the glorified body. I, uh, I I believe that we are going to recognize each other. Absolutely. In, uh, in in heaven, that's going to be a wonderful day. I can't wait to see Dad. Yeah. One thing you have to remember, yeah, same here, and, and Mom. And, you know, you think about it, a lot of people that you've seen pass away, the last memories you have of them is when they were sick. Right. Weak, mm-hmm. tired, sad. Right. Alone. And you'll see them better than you ever knew them here on Earth. you got to think that's about right. that, too. You yeah. think about someone you love who's passed away and, and their best, healthiest moment on Earth pales in comparison to how they'll be in heaven. Yeah. It is the, the best version of themselves, mm-hmm. which is amazing. To think they about. live in their best life. I will not be wearing these horrible things, hopefully. I'm sick of it. But anyway, and I can actually touch a puppy without wheezing and dying. I'm <laughs> allergic to like everything God made, so I look forward to it. But one thing that I want you to remember is, remember when um, the disciples went up to the Mount Transfiguration? Yeah. And Jesus appeared with Elijah and Moses. Mm-hmm. Something interesting happened. Peter, James, and John said it's Elijah and Moses. Now, wait a minute. How on earth did they know? Just right, two they, bearded dudes. They never seen them. Like, hey, who's, who's the weirdos? Mm-hmm. Who are you hanging out with Jesus? Thought we were your besties. Beard game is strong. Beard game <laughs> is strong. But they knew instantly yeah. who they were. I think there is a heavenly recollection. You're so smart. Um, no, you're so smart. There's a heavenly recollection, a miracle that happens, a knowledge mm-hmm. in heaven. 
there might not even be cause for introductions in heaven because everyone will know each other, mm-hmm. which is amazing to think about. Yeah, but great there point. is perfect knowledge and there's perfect joy. So, to answer your question, yes, because I, I, you know, brother Kevin, a lot of people are scared about this. Mm-hmm. They read this and they think, well, will I have a different body? Will I, will I be with my family? Mm-hmm. Do I have to live like on the other side of eternity? It's like, no, we're we're, we're all together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's all joy. It's all reunion. There's no separation. So Amen. you have every reason to have the best expectation in heaven, because he said it's beyond all expectations. So oh, heaven is wonderful place. Yes, it is filled with glory and grace. I think we have time for two little ones. Um, one was by Music Lists sixteen. Uh, when the woman was caught in the act of adultery and was brought before Jesus by the Pharisees, you know, he wrote. Mm-hmm. Sand in the sand, right? Right before they were going to stone right. her. His question was, uh, "What do you think he wrote in the dirt?" That's a great question. That's called a hypothetical. Was he playing tic tac toe? Got him. <laughs> <laughs> he was writing his username. <laughs> you okay? There is it coming oh. out the nose yet? Oh. Thanks oh. a lot. Soda out of the nose. I shouldn't ask this question. <laughs> yes, a lot of people have asked that question. Before. Uh, again, I said this last BBQ is you don't shout or you don't you don't yell where the Bible doesn't yell. You're quiet where the Bible's quiet. Yep. And you shout where the Bible shouts. But it's fun to think about what could Jesus have been writing. He wrote in something. Um, some people say that he was writing the Pharisee sins down. Yep. Yep. Um, other people say he might have been drawing a cross. I I don't know. Um, it is a a great question. Personally, I I, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. a great question. Um, he that cast the first. Some think he, he wrote sin. down names. He was writing names. Names, just simple names. They just like oh. But what do I think? Um, I, I'd have to. I don't know. Let me come back to you. Let well, me honestly, circle back. <laughs> no, that's okay because it is speculation. And on top of that, I mean, it could have been a verse, yeah. which he often did. That's know. true. So and I like that one. I I'll find go with it, that one. And you know what? I, I, the reason why it doesn't matter is because he wrote it in sand. Mm-hmm. You see, what we would have done is if he wrote it on a piece of paper, we would have taken it, we would have held it, we would have worshipped it, we would put it in a shrine or it's in the Vatican. Yeah. We would. You ever notice Jesus did everything temporarily because the worship he wanted to be on him, mm-hmm. not on things he wrote right. on. Or you ever notice that? Yeah. yeah Even yeah. his raiment, which would be now in the Smithsonian. Here's Jesus's robe from you know zero BC. Um, it was parted and destroyed. Mm. Why? So we wouldn't worship the raiment. Mm-hmm. We would worship the Redeemer. Hey, right. man. Hey, man. That's, that's good stuff. Shuck the corn, break the bread, put the cheese on the pizza, mow the dog, kick the banister, park the RV, shake the bush. That's good. I preaching. was trying to say all that at the B&B Christmas. I couldn't remember all those. Oh, man. And then lastly, and this is the most important, uh, what Nintendo games would different Bible characters prefer from Creeper, Creeper Huntress? <laughs> it's our bonus question. Bonus question. Kane would play Smash Brothers. Why? Obviously. Well, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Noah would be Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Why? Got to catch them all. Catch what? Two by two. The animals. Oh. Noah. Not Moses. Noah. You're killing me. I don't Paul, know much about Mario. So pa- Paul would be probably Mario Kart because he <laughs> runs in a race. I got him to say Mario. Mario. Who says Mario? Mario? It's Mario. Mario. But I don't really know much. I, it was a tough question for me to, to, like, I don't know too much about Mario. Like I said, Brother Kevin, I have the mind of a child, so... Okay. I, I feel like Nebuchadnezzar would be Bowser for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, as we close out, I do want to say something at the end of this. Um, dun, dun, dun. We've had a fun time. We have barbecue. Jeff actually made this. We encourage you to always send us questions because we want more barbecue, first of all. Let's yeah. just make that very clear. Yeah. It's not because of you. We don't care about you. We want barbecue. 
No, we do. Um, we want to do this again. We get lots of questions. Yeah. So we encourage you to always send them our way. Mm-hmm. The Bible is a beautiful, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're intimidated, I don't know why, to not ask, mm-hmm. to not inquire. Yeah. And David, many times in the Psalm, talked about you know those who meditate, those who seek, those who inquire of the Lord. Yep. You know, a grow. They're a tree that always flourishes. Mm-hmm. You know, a water that never runs dry. So have that hunger. Always be asking. Always be questioning. Always be searching. Right. Because again, we love barbecue, but that's not the reason why. But because oh. when God gives you light, He always promises to give you more light, mm-hmm. more and more. Never lose that hunger. Never lose that thirst. Because honestly, after the last BBQ, I hope this one too, but the last BBQ, I got feedback and said, now I feel more encouraged. Mm-hmm. I feel more inspired and I feel hungrier for God's word because your questions are answered. Yeah. So we encourage you. Don't be intimidated by the Bible. Mm-hmm. Seek it. You know? It's exactly right. And we well, don't have all we don't have the right answers, but we do have all answers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily the right ones. Well, I'm hungry and get off Facebook. And get your face in the book, and I'm gonna eat my face in some of that mac and cheese over there. And yeah, and if stuff Mike like Chung's that. still watching, let's just just just, just just eat it live right now. Okay, just for him. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna do that. To What's you, happening? Mike. I already cracked my knuckles into the uh, the thing. We so. never could eat this because this is smothered in barbecue sauce. We just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be terrible. Um, strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. We appreciate you all. We love you. Hugs and hand pounds, and we'll see. You. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <You stick. laughs>